millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast that aims to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass and the sort of car social media worlds. My name is Sam, I run the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass and I am the host of this podcast. This week I am joined by Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Hello guys. He is back, he is back in what is going to be a sort of monthly feature on the podcast. Um, we are going to be doing some Tony's tips, Tony's car sale tips, cars to buy, cars to sell. <laughs> he looks excited. Yeah, desperate. <laughs> desperate. Um, also, uh, hello to those of you watching. We are trialing once again, doing these podcasts on YouTube. Um, we did launch this podcast on YouTube, didn't we? we? Did. Together. We the first it was, one. Yeah, it was a special moment. Uh, not that special. We've done it twice. No, yeah. <laughs> I think, we're not doing this one. I think we re-recorded it three times, if I'm honest. We're not doing this again, are we? No, no. This is a one, one, I'm a little bit better. I'm a little bit better at these podcasts now. Um, but yes, basically, a lot of you have been asking, what happened to Behind the Glass? Where did it go? It's been going on, um, just audio only. So this podcast has been happening on soundcloud.com forward slash seen through glass and iTunes podcasts. But I want to see whether there is a demand to bring it back to YouTube. So, what should we say? Like, 5,000 likes? Easy. 10,000 likes. Have you likes. not been doing your job properly and directing your audience? No, to- but I have. But I feel like a lot of people haven't got in. Podcasters are still a new thing, isn't it? It's still know. like a new age. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's for young people. <laughs> but it, it's not a lot of people are into their podcasts yet. I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. They're on the up. But I understand that not a lot of people get it yet. So they appreciate this kind of like chat show type style YouTube video. 10,000 likes on this video and I'll bring them back as video formats. If we don't hit 10,000 likes, I'll keep them as audio and then every so often do video podcasts, which was always the plan. Anyway, today we are in... It's not quite finished yet. Yeah, no, it's, it's close. It's the new part of your show, your yeah, new yeah. showroom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is very exciting. Uh, yeah, yeah. You I'm, look excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Those of you not watching, Tony does not look excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's coming together. You've got tons of cars in here at the moment. There's a new 911 991.2 Carrera S, A45 MG, 1M, RS3, SQ5, the old shape. Yeah. Cayenne. Next door, you've got a Vantage N430. Yeah. Uh, 570S, your car, C63S, New one, yeah. RS3. I mean, there's, there is widths around. Yeah, yeah. And also, there's the little Abarth. Yeah. The 695 Preposto Banana Mobile is now here because it is officially for sale. I've now parted ways with it. It is here at Gravelwood with a, uh, a price on it. So if you are interested in that car, you need to go onto the Gravelwood website. 
Is that the best it's way? It's in preparation now. So it uh, will be up by now because this is. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the oh, illusion. Okay. <laughs> Remember, this is not live. Dennis. This is June 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so it should be, hopefully, live by now. You don't even know it's up for sale yet. <laughs> Basically, go to Gravelwood's website, uh, which is Gravelwood's www.gravelwood.co.uk Perfect. And on there as well, there'll be phone numbers that you can call and harass Tony if you are interested <laughs> please in do. that car. Yeah, please do. Um, and the reason it's here, the reason it is now officially for sale is because we have decided... On what the next daily is, haven't we? we it's, it's Can happening. we say no, no, oh. no. <laughs> no. Um, but we are working hard. That uh, let me get my head in gear to reveal it this weekend. So for those of you listening and watching this weekend, if I've got my <laughs> time travel correct, will be when we are revealing the next daily. Mate, it would help if you told me when this went out. Yeah, no, no, don't worry, just go with it. Okay, fun. <laughs> So yes, very exciting news. Um, very sad to be saying goodbye to the bath, um, but I'm hoping that one of you, maybe even, or somebody who who loves that car as much as I have, uh, takes on that ownership. I've had loads of inquiries already. Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. DMs and lots it's of people. It's such text a wicked me. car. Yeah. I honestly like for everyday purpose, whether it's your first car, whether it's your weekend toy, or whether it's a, a daily. Because I did use it as a daily. It's amazing, and it's I've left the sound system in um, because it's awesome. It's better than yeah. most sound systems I've ever experienced, and I think you kind of need it in that car um so yes anyway let's move on because it's not all about the dailies this we've done a lot of you know the daily series is over now yeah you actually missed a few episodes but i was replaced by a dog <laughs> <laughs> and let's move on to what as i say it's going to be a monthly feature tony's going to come on and be an ep- uh, be a guest on behind the glass for sort of it's like a car news kind of themed episode each month um so what we're going to do is talk about some of the cars that have been released or some press drives maybe that i've been on uh, and then at the end we're going to go through to tony's gravel woods top tips of cars to buy and sell so i want to kick things off with something i did a few weeks ago now which was jaguar taking me to portugal portugal for the xjr 575 was that good you know what it's old it is old now but it's gold because how many manufacturers these days are making big v8 engines with 575 ps i mean like it's like it was just it was kind of just a bit of a brute it felt like an old dinosaur in a really aggressive, nice way. So just a facelift version of the that's old not even car, a, right? That's not even really a facelift. Okay, I mean, I think fine. if you've got the XJR, it's probably pretty similar. Okay. Um, it's got this nice new thing that Jags are doing in all their cars called the Reaver Band or something, which is basically makes it look like you're in a boat. It's actually quite cool. It's a really subtle thing, um, but it's quite cool. But... It's a, it's a big car. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't drive that many big that's saloons. Huge. That's a big, long... Seven series BMW or yeah, S-Class, right? That's exactly where it sits as a rival, but this is a big, shouty jag. Mm. And so I guess if you're in that market, you know where I think it will do well? China. Yeah. I think it will do well in They're China. Like a lot of room why. in the back of their cars, you know? Yeah, but... And they're only little people. They're not six foot five like you. Tony, stop. No? No. <laughs> <laughs> but they are doing an extended wheelbase in China, so maybe that, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, yes, it was, you know, that car spins its wheels. I mean, it just is like a machine made to do burnouts. But the, the F-Type, are all the big, fast Jaguars, they're all the same. And I have to say, that's why I love Jag at the moment, yeah. because they're doing stuff that a lot of other manufacturers are kind of shying away from. Yes, they've just introduced a four-cylinder F-Type, so they are obviously doing that as well. But they're still doing the big shouty stuff. Yeah. And that's what's so cool. And if you want something that's not an S-Class or not a BMW, basically not German, <laughs> I do think that's a cool option. 
I think that I think their biggest problem is the Range Rover, which obviously is the same company. But Good point. Because now all the chauffeurs now, are, yeah, just Range Rovers, Range Rovers, extended wheelbases, Range yeah, Rovers, yeah. or yeah, if it was a tough one. I enjoyed it. It was cool, but it was just like it was more cool that it exists yeah. than like oh, I really want this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, much more recently, I got back into a McLaren 720s and. Well, you know what? I think when I first drove that car, I misunderstood it because there was so much hype. There was so much build-up. You know, this is basically the next P1. It's as quick as a P1. It's going to be amazing. It's raw, blah, blah. And then my first experience was driving it through Rome and then on the motorway. And then when we tried to put it into race mode, it broke. <laughs> so Really? Yeah, McLaren? Yeah. That's so strange. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So I think I was just a little bit like, oh, you know, I felt frustrated by it. and, and Cheated. I felt cheated. And then yeah. we couldn't take it on track where everyone was saying it was amazing. So all in all, it just didn't do it for me. But then getting back in it, in UK roads, production car, it started to make sense. Okay. Because it is just... It's a car that does everything. And for me personally, I prefer the slightly more, you know, hardcore special stuff. The LTs, you know, the Speciales. But if you are just wanting one supercar, that's like almost the perfect concoction. But you know what is the perfect concoction? Go on. 488. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how good the 720 is it's not Ferrari well this is the thing you know funny enough I listen a lot to the Salamondran podcast yeah and he is he likes his right oh he loves okay. McLaren and he's a bit anti-Ferrari these days which okay. you know fair enough everyone's allowed their own opinions yeah, yeah for sure but the thing is the 488 and the 720 aren't direct rivals because they're sort of slightly off kilter on their production timelines yeah, yeah. but on the road on the road the 488 is probably as capable because it's so rare that you extract all of that 720 power. When you do, it's another level. It's yeah, 918. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's hypercar quick. But how often do you extract that on hyper public? hypercar quick? Because yes. I know someone that's got a P1 okay. and a 720. Yeah. And he said that the P1 is another level still. But it's it, because it's a very different power delivery. Okay, fine. In terms of lap time, has anyone done that yet? Guys, let us know. Has anyone actually tested... P1 versus 720S on a track because I think lap time it would be close but the actual delivery and experience is so different because you've I, been in a P1 oh my right? god well, I was in the passenger seat of a P1 okay. but it felt so mental and raw and aggressive and like it, it was just wanting to kill you every two seconds yeah. I never felt like the 720S wanted to kill me it just felt really quite quick but I felt in control yeah and so you know you get into the lightweight stuff the more, sort of more aggressive yeah it's very user friendly okay. But you know, I've heard, this is unconfirmed, unofficial information, that the 570S LT is in development. The sort of hardcore, lightweight version of the sports series yeah. is, is being worked on. Now, for me, that is like, oh. I'm getting one. <laughs> Again, as I say, it's not confirmed, nothing official here. I've just heard rumors and Tony's already like, oh, the deposit. Because on the road, the far, I always thought the sports series was a little bit more agile, a little bit more silly, bit more a little fun. bit more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 720S is as incredible as it is, it's almost too much. Mm. Like, but I, it's a weird one. I totally see the appeal. I get why you would love it because it's so capable. It just depends what you want from a car. Mm -hmm. And I think, as I say, for me, I always want the more hardcore variant. Um, so it was amazing to get back in one, but I think I'm more excited by 
the 570 LT, whatever it's going to be called, whatever it is. That's going to be, a, that, that will we, be a proper car. Though. Will be a proper car. God knows when, if that is actually happening, yeah, when yeah, it's going yeah. to be confirmed. Yeah. Um, P15. Now this is the, Hypercar. they've just started teasing it. Yeah, they literally, McLaren have just started teasing it now. They did a, a shot of the exhaust. As this is kind of like, their new ultimate series, yeah, ultimate series car, very track focused. We think limited numbers, kind of, as I say, it's more of a road going race car than a racy road car. Okay, so is this to compete with the Mercedes hypercar then? No. Okay, fine. So it's not that level. Okay. It's a step just below. Right. Um, but it's, I'm trying to think, it's my Ford GT maybe? So something that has been developed for the track that they've made a road version of. Right, okay. So it's, you know, that, that it's predominantly a race car. Okay. That they've then gone, oh, well, okay. we can probably stick some, you know, road tyres on this and some wing mirrors and off he goes. Okay, good. So it's supposed to be insanely hardcore, mental, super quick, crazy downforce um, which I think will be amazing but hybrid? big money I don't think hybrid okay. maybe okay. I don't think so again this is all rumoured at the moment nothing has been confirmed which is frustrating for this podcast but there podcast. is a B15 coming yes the code name that know. is the sort of code yeah, name yeah, yeah. as to date of, you know, the whispers work. and rumours is P15 um, so what, who knows what the name will be eventually um, but that I think is incredibly exciting and then obviously McLaren are working on the BP23 which is the three seater McLaren F1 kind of nod to yeah, yeah. but it's a big GT Cruiser that thing and it's multi-million pounds and all sold out and I blah, heard blah, an SUV as well. No, I swear to God. Do you I know how SUV? many McLaren press briefings I've been to when they say we will not be making an SUV? And did you hear something in the press about Ferrari as well making oh, yeah, an yeah. SUV? The FUV. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that is definitely happening and confirmed from Ferrari. They're like it's coming. Perfect. But I think McLaren would be more likely to go down the Panamera route. I think so. And I know Salomon's talked about this a lot before on his. And from just kind of asking around customers and McLaren employees who I shall not name, <laughs> I really would be surprised if they did an SUV. But I do think a sort of Panamera-y, shooting brake, rapid type, you know, McLaren, okay. either four-seater or four-door. hundred grand-ish. No, 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 no. 250. FF. Oh, okay. That's what I okay. see coming. Like okay. Big money, but a big grand tour with four seats. Okay. That is still sport. I, I, I don't know. Okay. I, not, I totally unconfirmed, but that's what I think will happen. But then what, what, with, what would their four litre V8 engine in it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Not an 812 super fast engine? But that's a Ferrari, man. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but that's what it's going to compete. It's competing with V12. And then they're going to put a V8 in it. Yeah, but I'm not so against that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move away from uh, McLaren. As I say, big thanks to McLaren for that opportunity to get back in a 720s after I wasn't so nice about it. I did appreciate that. Um, Is that why they let you back in? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, to on to Porsche. Now, as you all know, uh, I've started to get into the Porsche way of life. And at last. At last. And one of the front runners for the daily is a Porsche Cayman 718S. And we are surrounded by Cayenne here, 911 Carrera S. McCann. McCann. So, Porsche, um, you are a Porsche man. Huge. Talk to me about the 911T. <laughs> <laughs> so, 911T, from what I, what I know, it is a base lightweight 911 entry level 911 super entry level kind of a lot of stuff taken out of it yeah low horsepower 375 horsepower okay 3 litre turbocharged Carrera engine so or Carrera S engine sure um 80 
two or eighty-three thousand pound base. Okay. okay. Um, so this sits kind of under under the Carrera S. Under the Carrera S. So this is kind of almost like your entry level. This is as boggo spec as we can go, but it's kind of a driving pleasure. Is that right? But it's only twenty kilos lighter than an S. So why? <sighs> and so what are you getting over? For example, seven eighteen came in GTS. Less. Less. Yeah. But it's it's a it's a bit less money. So so obviously T means touring, right? Yes. So so it is an entry level nine eleven, but it's a touring. But it's then lightweight and but but twenty kilos. See, I that, okay. So basically, that's not huge. I don't understand this car. Is basically what I'm trying to say. No, nor do I. They did the the GT3, and then they said they announced they were doing a touring pack version of the GT3, which I think Fun. everyone got super excited about. You deleted the wing. You could have the manual. It was kind of like almost like another 911, 911 R, but a, a slightly price range one. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. The, if the 911R was based around the GT3 RS, this was kind of a 911R version of the GT3. So it felt achievable and attainable. Yeah. Then they brought out this 911T, which is like. I just don't understand the point of it. Like, because would you not get just a 911 Carrera S and just get a manual one? Or, or just buy a GTS. Or just buy a 718 GTS. I because mean, I've heard on social media that people are co- comparing it to a everyday price range 911R. But what, what people don't understand is the 911R was price range at least. At it least. Was hun- it was totally price range. But, it just went mad. But the 911R was not a manual 911. The 911R was a manual 911 GT3 RS. Correct. I mean, it, had, it had so much going on for it. It was completely developed and mastered to be driving enthusiasts, perfect car, perfect Porsche. This is just a 911 with a manual and a bit of weight saving. Or PDK. Or, or yeah, sorry. Or you can actually get this car PDK. Which yeah. part, I mean, why wouldn't you? Because it's a better gearbox, right? Yeah, for using every day in town. I I, I don't get it. Like, I, uh, yeah, it's weird. A, a Carrera S is eighty-seven or eighty-eight thousand pound at four hundred. Is it four hundred horsepower? Yeah, four hundred horsepower. Yeah. Okay. Um, it it would make sense. You know what would have made sense if they'd put a naturally aspirated engine in it? Yeah. Then you'd go, okay, now I see the difference. There's people who don't want the turbocharged. They still want that. Okay, it's a little bit less power, so Porsche aren't trying to cannibalize their own market. But, yeah, I just don't... I'm getting into Porsche. I'm becoming a Porsche fan, but I don't understand this car. No, nor do I, and I'm a huge Porsche fan. The natural aspirated engines now, I believe, are being saved for the GT... Product. Programs, okay, products. Yeah. They're not, as far as I know, they're not going to yeah. put the turbocharged engines in them. But the turbocharged engine is a better engine anyway yeah. than the natural yeah, aspirated yeah, yeah. car to use every day. Yeah. It's a much better engine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So... Bit of a weird one, that one. Guys, let us know your thoughts on the 911T. Um, I'm sure lots of people will have opinions on there. I've seen loads of stuff about it on social media, so yeah, people are excited. Um, by the way, if you can hear sort of banging things going on in the background, that's because production of your showroom is still underway. The builders are still going, which is, we're not interrupting because Tony wants to get this place done. And there's a potential, again, I haven't told you the date because we're time traveling here, I could be collecting the next daily from the new showroom. You will be, yeah. Here he is. Yeah. So maybe you guys will see it then. But anyway, time travel, confusing. Um, The only other thing which I want to touch on, which I really buggered up because we rushed for time and I didn't bring up all the information. Apollo, do you remember Apollo? They made like Gumpet Apollo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've released a new hypercar. I saw it, I saw it on social media. Did you? What's uh, it like? And your, they did teasers and stuff. Schmied? Did, did, did stuff? No, 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 no. You saw the Zenvo. Okay. So he did the Zenvo. This is Apollo, who did the Gumpet Apollo, got new owners, and they've just released, like, today. And I just had the press release sent through me, but okay, I'm going to bring it up. Um, no, no, I think Schmied posted a picture on oh, Instagram today. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay, hold on a sec. Let me see, because they literally sent me the information, and this is supposed to be a new hyper, hyper, hyper car. Here we go. To access the press kit... Uh, Okay, copy this. Because I think it's... Because what I wanted to talk about was, if you think about it, where were we? Five? Four or five years ago now, we had the LaFerrari 918 P1. Those were our hypercars, right? And they're all jumping on the band. And you, had the, and you had the Veyron. Yeah. But that was old. Yeah, yeah. Now, the Chiron came out. Sure, great. Yeah. But we've got Mercedes Project 1, the Aston Martin Valkyrie. Yeah. This... Theoretically, the Hennessy, the Hennessy, the Hennessy V5 Hennessey, thing, which whatever is thing that is. yeah, which is supposed to be world's fastest car. Yeah. Um, you got Koenigseggs, you got everything, and so I just think it's, it feels like there's this new age of hype cars that, apart from Mercedes and like I guess Aston Martin, but it's through Red Bull, just feels a bit like a break from the old mold of Ferrari, Porsche, McLaren. Like maybe we're we waiting for a Lamborghini hypercar. Don't say the chain scenario because I'll just punch you all at an event store with a body kit. Um, but do you not, are you not excited no, about that? Like, do you not, or do no, you think, no, you would prefer to stick to the old, like, are you not excited by an Apollo? God, I wish I could put the moon. I'm not excited by it because I can't afford one. Fair enough. So, no, 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 but that's a good point. That, like, okay, this isn't going to work. So let's just scrap that. Let's see if I can at least bring up. Well, I'll show you guys a picture and I'll put some stats on screen because I would have been able to do it by now by the time I got home to edit. Um, Okay, because it's too unrealistic. Because all of these cars are like one, two, three million pounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's too silly yeah, for you. Yeah. It's you like I'd learn. To, I'd, I'd love to learn to fly, but I can't afford a plane or a helicopter. But it's so a I'm really good learn. point there because nine eighteen when it came out was 
600? But yeah, a bit more. A bit but, more. But P1 was 680 or something like that. No, 8 something, I oh, think the okay, P1 I got, was. Got all my the the Porsche was the cheapest. Okay. Then Lafroy was bang on a million euros. Bang on a million. I remember that. That was bang on a million euros. And everyone was like, what? What's going on? Um, so, yeah, that, that has been lost a little bit with mm. these new crazy outlandish hypercars that are silly, silly money. Um, so anyway, yeah, apologies. I can bring you more on the Apollo. Uh, that was just time was short. I literally got the email as I was in. The- no one could afford it anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> someone well done, I Sam. I don't know. Sultana Brunei. <laughs> nice. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Um, okay, so finally, that now brings us on to Tony's tips. Oh God. Tony's tips. So as I say, uh, whilst this whole episode will be a monthly feature, this segment as well is going to be a regular feature. And what it will be is some weeks Tony will decide on the sort of categories or the selections himself. But we also want suggestions from you guys. So let's say you're hunting for a car and you've got a 25 grand budget. Then tell us and Tony will say three cars that you should be buying for 25 grand. But we're also doing cars you should sell. Uh, you get a lot of cars passing in and out of here. You know things that are depreciating. You know things that might be replaced. Yeah. All of these different things, you know, bubbles that might about, be about to burst. So we're trying to offer some good consumer advice, basically. We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony, tell me, number one car to buy right now. So, can I just go manufacturer? Because there's sure. lot. Because there's lot. So, so wait. What, what what category are we doing? So we're going to do. So we're going to do supercars. Supercars category. This week. Okay, category is supercars. And the first manufacturer you think? Anything used Ferrari? Oh, oh, uh, really? That's uh, an interesting. Uh, uh, sub ten years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but but I would argue anything anything used Ferrari. However. Would you go and buy a brand new GTC4 Lusso with a thousand miles on the clock? Yeah, if you can get one. Would you? Yeah. If it's 300 grand? Shall I tell you why? Please. Ferrari have just announced from January next year, okay. 7% price increase on all their, all their models apart from one or two, which I don't care to think about. So Wow, okay. Ferrari have sold out on every single model. You can't walk into a Ferrari dealer at the moment and buy and buy a one of their cars. Everything is at okay. least a year. So we all know 8, 12 is four years. It's sold out. You can't buy one. Because that's the thing, because I fully admit, I think anything that is used from LOL 360s um, to Mondials to anything is a safe bet with Ferrari these days. Yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as you get a good one and you don't trash it, like it's... They just that's the way the world yeah, is going, yeah, yeah. that people are buying old Ferraris. Yeah. But I didn't think I thought the new stuff, I would still be nervous. Like if you look at F twelves, they basically haven't budged. From the day they came out, no. they've sat at the same price. They're slowly trickling down now. They're gonna they'll stop at two hundred grand. They'll stop at two hundred grand, you reckon? Yeah, I think so. But that's still a pretty great bet. But I thought for example, GTC4 Lusso, like the FF, you can spec them up to 350 grand, that you are just gonna tank value, but you don't think that's the case. Well, but you're not going to spend that much money on a on a year on a used one, are you? If it's already it would have already lost a bit of value. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. The, the fact that you have got the seven percent price increase. Okay. You can't buy one new anyway because the waiting list for them. Fine. You can't you can't say yeah, to Ferrari, yeah. "Can I have one now?" Yeah. Yeah. No, they go. Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. It's eighteen yeah. months or however long. They take twenty grand off you, and you got to wait. 
Or you give you a Cali tea in the meantime. <laughs> or, or they say buy a Portofino, which is at least another year Sorry, as well. Portofino, yeah, that's exciting. Um, okay. Um, by the way, I do realise that, you know, not everyone listening, uh, you know, supercars aren't always going to be super um, relevant, which is why we want your suggestions. We're just doing this this time because we thought it would be interesting to talk about this category, but that's why we want your suggestions moving forward. So we'll be sure to announce on social media before we're doing these episodes to get these categories in. Anyway, continuing with supercars, number two on the list. Number two, Porsche. Oh, okay. New? Anything new Porsche or anything Porsche in general? So I, I don't want people to misunderstand that they think they can buy a Ferrari or a Porsche and not lose any money. Right. Because I know on social media especially that people perceive that they drive cars around sure. and they don't lose any money. Uh, I, I never get that because I do this as a job. And I lose money on my personal cars, yeah. and this is my job. So, so you are always going to lose money on something you buy, sure. And you have to expect to because it's depreciation. It's a car. It's an asset. It's a it's depreciation. It's asset. a car. It's not a house. No, exactly. But you minimise your loss by in certain manufacturers. Okay. That so this is this is just your advice in general, like a good cars to buy that are going to hold value reasonably yeah. well, going to be great cars, going to treat you good and then you hopefully won't crap a brick it's not buy these cars to make money that's not the advice not not on a normal run of the mill stuff that's not sure. what i'm saying okay. and, and to drive a 200 odd grand car around i'm using the ferrari as an example and you lose 10 or 20 grand that's perfectly acceptable i think sure unless you're very lucky you, you've got to expect to lose something yeah yeah of because course it's you can a car, blow you put miles on it and yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. You can blow thirty grand a year driving a Range Rover. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Okay. To, to to drive a car more than double the value of that, sure. you've done well. You've done well. Okay. Porsche the same. Number three. Number three. I'm going to go a bit older okay. and a bit more um, reachable, essentially. So I'm going to go for manual V8 R8. Okay. Interesting. Up to fifty k. Uh, value or miles. No, no, value. Okay, uh, okay. With 20 or 30,000 miles on it. That mate, is a steal. Yeah. I mean, it's a proper supercar steal. Like, that's a, yeah. like a really full-on, you get the gated gearbox like I got on the 360. Don't buy the Artronic. Don't, okay, awful? that's awful. It's a gear, it's slow, clunky. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want it. So the manual, you're more engaged, more reliable. That would appeal to more people. Wow. Okay, um, I did, I, you know what I almost forgotten about those cars yeah the gen 1 VAR8's manual yeah what a wicked car yeah for under so. 50 grand yeah yeah and you'll get a nice one for that you know I don't consider that as my next daily because <laughs> you've already got a supercar yeah so. no good point <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, okay good shout good shout so that's your kind of like affordable supercar almost that you could go out there now and you think you're going to do a right reasonably alright in terms of value with that car you don't yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah yeah much no 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 because I think like I think the cheapest you can pick them up for are like 40k. Okay. So um, it's always good to try and look at the older models. But the thing is with the R8s at 40k, uh, price wise, you're going to get like a not a nice one. No, no, not, no. Not yeah. proper history. It's, yeah, sometimes with the older cars, don't always go super low on the value. Yeah, they've not been looked after. You're going to spend more looking it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. That's your that's those are that's our first go at Tony's tips of cars to buy right now or cars to look into buying right now. So troll me if you yeah. like. <laughs> if I don't you really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, you do, Tony. Don't talk yourself down. Um, on the flip side, 
three cars to sell. So this is if, you know, th- as I say, this is not, uh, you know, <laughs> get rid of your car immediately. But if you are looking to change at the moment or you've had a car for a little bit of a while, what should you think about getting rid of? What are the new facelifts coming out that are going to kind of go bad on value? What are the emissions regulations stopping us doing? So, emis- so I'm going to go for three cars. Emission, emission regulated because of the new rules. Yeah. Anything pre-2010... Anything pre-2010... Diesel. Diesel. So... Get out. Range Rover, especially. Really? Yeah, so the V8 diesel Range Rovers... Okay. ...before they put the new 3-litre diesel in. Get fly, get, get out. Get rid of them. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get I want A few manufacturers started to announce they're doing... They're bringing the scrappage schemes back. Yeah, they all, they're yeah. all doing it. Which is backed by the manufacturer, wow. not the government. Okay. So... Look into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look into it, for yeah. sure. The next car, I'm going to say... Uh, it's an M product car Ooh. as well. Um, they are good value for money, but when they go wrong, they're terminal. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so, so a V10 M5. V10 M5. You know, that's really interesting because it's a car that I think a lot of people see the V10 and go, oh my God, like it's uh, relatively affordable. It's big power, it's big engine, it's BMW. Yeah. But they can have big problems. They have... The running costs are awful. Really? They use a lot of oil. Wow, okay. Um, they chew gearboxes. Interesting. Clutches. Um, we've had a few come in that, and they've only had like 50,000 miles on them and stuff like that. And they're just... Yeah, they're just... They're wow, just, okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's uh, more stay away, yeah. Vanos units as well, which is common on M-powered cars as well. The Vanos okay. units go on them. Okay. So, um, yeah, they're all a fortune. Steer away. Yeah, steer away. The last car... He's racking his brains. <laughs> I'm going to go for Aston Martin. Oh, okay. I'm not going to go too hard on it because I've got two in stock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm the biggest fan of Aston Martin as a brand. And I will, I, that M430 you've got next door, I think is amazing. But anyway, let's, let's move on. And we're not talking about the M430 in general. Uh, I'm just talking about that period of Aston Martin. The new one's coming out. Yeah, I just got invited to the launch of it in November. Just, literally oh, just okay. Now. Yeah, yeah. Which I believe is very heavily AMG. Yeah, it's very Merck. Now Aston have got their partnership with Mercedes, as was seen in the DB11. Yeah. Heavily Merck influence, which can only be a good thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can only yeah, be, be a, a good, good car. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But do you not think then that the old Vantage, as successful as it was, as iconic as it was, will become this kind of like, that was the last great Aston. I know, of course, there was DBSs and Vanquishes and blah, blah, blah. But as a sort of Aston through and through, that car has been such an iconic car over the last 10, 10 years. Do you not think that people will always have that soft spot for it? Yeah, there'll always be a following. But from what, from what I know, I think people only have Aston Martins once because it ticks okay. a box. Okay. They never buy another one. Interesting. In ge- I mean, I might be, there might be a few people who say, my dad's had five. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, no, no, of course. Everyone's different, get, but, but, but in general, from what you see in terms of coming in yeah, and out of stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They'll, they'll buy one and then they come in and go, I wouldn't have another one. Okay. And I, What do they swap to usually? Porsche. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No way. Or even a Jag. Ah. So, so Jag historically, they've always been cheaper. They both plummet in money. Sure. <laughs> I, I know, I owned an F-Type, if you don't remember, too. <laughs> but you, thank God, got me out of somehow. <laughs> Sorry to the owner. Yeah, no, 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 great car. But, great car. Yeah, but yeah, 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 you lost a lot of money. Yeah, you did. Uh, Although yeah. he won't, know. No, no, he won't, because no, no, you... I lost the money for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he scooped it up for me, so good on him. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the Jaguar has always been the better car okay. than the Aston. The Aston is 
fundamentally 30 years old yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very basic it's a very old the car. manuals i think are better like the the the, t uh, the tech and everything in there is, is what shows up as being dated now and a lot of the components and and the feel of it but i had to go in that v12 vantage s manual um from uh dick lovett down in bristol yeah, and i, I thought it was amazing because because it, they got rid of a lot of the crap you know like it was very raw and basic it just felt like a bit of a it felt like a hot rod it felt like someone had got a chassis of a car and stuck a massive engine in it and put a gearbox and off you go but i think also i would say you probably got lost in the emotion because yeah, it's a oh, terrible sure. car oh. it is a terrible <laughs> car honestly i i, I really yeah. just think they're not they're not up to date when you when you when you look at all their competitors, Jag, yeah. Porsche, yeah. Um, can you put Mercedes in? Maybe you put Mercedes in. So basically, if you're if you're looking, if you are thinking of buying one, you, like me, you could get caught up in the emotion, and you are going to get a lot of that. But it's you kind of want to look at it almost like a short term ownership experience. Like buy one for you a tick year, a box. tick a box, yeah. and move on. Yeah, yeah. Don't Which buy a lifer. Uh, Aston Martin because that's when you're going to get into trouble so like for example N430 you got here Vantage outside that would be a great car for someone to come along and go you know I just want a fun car for They're 6, 12 for months money. exactly yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's all that, and that's why I kind of yeah, want to yeah. bring you back from the brink a bit because a lot of people I know see the advantages like that could be my first supercar because yeah, yeah. you can pick them up relatively affordably 40 grand you get a good one so I think as long as you have your it's taking your advice reading between the lines as long as you view it as okay a bit of fun for six nine twelve months and then get out and move on except you're going to lose a little bit of money yeah you will you're going to have you're going to have a good time but if you go right this is my next car for the next three years that's when you're going to be in trouble because you'll lose a big chunk of money things will go wrong trouble if i can get my time traveling calculations correct this weekend will be the reveal of my next daily which of course tony has been instrumental in helping source but i also need to give a slight shout out and more information obviously on that to magnitude finance because once again the wizards at magnitude finance have come through and enabled me and helped us find a great car and get me in it yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. make it affordable and anyway more on that to come because there's no point in talking about it now until you guys know what car it is and blah 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 um but i just i i just love those guys so much i have to always give them plugs um <laughs> anyway let's draw it to an end here because i think the builders are keen to get on and i keep seeing your other salesmen poking in here trying to take stuff on test drives um so we're gonna wrap it up guys i hope you've enjoyed uh, tuning in and listening i hope you've enjoyed this sort of first sub episode of tony's tips and for those of you watching on youtube um Make sure to give the video a thumbs up if you want to see more behind the glass episodes on YouTube and we'll bring it back. I, I'm going to go for 10,000 likes and that yeah, will be yeah, the yeah. 10,000 likes and we'll do regular YouTube videos. For now, uh, if you want to follow the podcast on audio, it's Seen Through Glass on SoundCloud and iTunes. So soundcloud.com forward slash Seen Through Glass and on iTunes podcast, just search Seen Through Glass. Tony at Gravelwood Car Sales on Instagram, www.gravelwood.co.uk on the website. And that's probably Twitter. It, I think. Twitter, Twitter at Gravelwood. Gravelwood car. Car. I think. Singular. I've got two accounts. I'll tag him uh, on the uh, <laughs> when this podcast goes live. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch up with you very, very soon. Cheers, guys. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 